Hi there, my name is Alex Faust and you're listening to Conversations at the Edge. Each week we meet with a top business thought leader to learn what they think we should be prioritizing to build better businesses, positively impact our communities, and scale up. Welcome everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, depending on what part of the world you are joining us from. I'm Alex Faust, your host of Conversations at the Edge. And today I'm joined by John Wilson, who is one of my favorite thought leaders here at Growth Institute. Uh, if you're not familiar with John, he is the founder and CEO of the CEO Global Network, which is an exclusive CEO peer group organization. And prior to that, he's built and led successful nine-figure businesses in both Canada and the United States. And he really understands what it takes to lead at the top. And that's why he's so invested in giving back to CEOs. And he's the author of the acclaimed business book, Great CEOs and How They're Made, which we'll certainly touch on today. John, welcome to Conversations at the Edge. And where are you calling in from today? Hey, thanks a lot. Uh, thanks a lot for the introduction, Alex. And uh, calling in from Toronto, Canada today, uh, just north of Toronto. I want to jump right in and talk about the role of the CEO. And I personally am not a CEO, but you know, I've read books and I've talked to our clients and coaches such as yourself and know that the CEO job is very lonely. You're constantly under a micros uh, microscope. You're being watched by all of your stakeholders. So I want to get a sense from you, John, what do you recommend CEOs should be doing to combat the loneliness and the high pressure job of, of being a CEO in today's environment? Well, there's a, there's a number of things, Alex, and you're, and you're absolutely right. I mean, the, the job of, be, of being the CEO was, was lonely uh, before COVID. And here we are, you know, two years later, and boy, that, that, that loneliness has just accelerated tremendously. And so how do you deal with that? I, I, meet, with, uh, I meet with hundreds of CEOs, uh, uh, and, and I, ask, I ask them this question, like, wh what's keeping you up at night? You know, when, what, is, what, is, what is keeping you up at night? And, you know, talent is keeping them up at night, uh, the supply chain. I mean, things that you would imagine, eh? uh, the culture. What's happening to the culture of companies these days with, you know, working from home, working from, uh, you know, a, a hybrid situation? Uh, and what about mental health? And, and, and also, you know, what about technology and where it's going? I mean, those are the big rock things that are on CEOs' minds today. And... If you don't have somebody to talk with, if you if you don't have somebody that you can kind of unload some of the weight on, uh, it 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 can be daunting. And you know, I mean, mental health is not just an issue for employees; it can be an issue for people at the top of organizations too. So, what can you do about it? You gotta have someone to talk with who understands where you are and and what's going on. So having, having a group of CEOs, having one CEO, having another entrepreneur that you can speak with about the stuff you're wrestling with in a confidential and in a trusting environment is, is really important during these troubled times, uh, Alex. The other thing too is, you know, and uh, for those of, uh, who are sort of on the call and who maybe don't have a coach or a mentor to talk with, uh, Having someone who, you know, you can speak with one-on-one -on -one, uh, in, confident, in confidentiality, and, but someone who has the experience of having run a business too is, is really important. The other thing for people running businesses is um, having that, having that A-team around you, 
uh, at a time like this helps with that loneliness because if you've got the right level of trust in the room, you can talk openly with them too. Uh, so those are a couple of things, Alex, that, uh, that, that I think can really help people uh, with, uh, with the daunting job today uh, during, this, during this situation or at any time. Family is also important. Family is also important here in terms of helping, helping CEOs get through these challenging times. And not that you're maybe going to talk with them about, you know, what's keeping you up at night and, and supply chain and stuff like that. But just having that rock, eh? just, having, just having that with you is, is extremely important, uh, uh, helping with the loneliness. Can you maybe talk a little bit about some of the habits, you know, or, or routines that you've seen successful CEOs kind of create when it comes to family and making sure that that, that rock is not being, you know, left well, on its own and, and, we're paying attention to that. It's huge, isn't it? You know, and 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 this is where you know, uh, like, you go through times in your career where you know you're head down and 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 you're sacrificing. I mean, you're making choices all the time. And you know, I think I think CEOs are more enlightened today than they were you know a couple of decades ago. And in terms of really making sure that time and attention is given to, to the family. Uh, you know, uh, great CEOs, successful CEOs are a success in all dimensions of their life. They're not one dimensional, right? Like, you know, like they're not workaholics and uh, building a great company and everything else around them is in shambles. And so you, I really think you just, you know, you, you spend time, you spend time with what you value. And, you know, so uh, family is so critical and you've got to, you just got to find a way to spend the quality time with them. And sometimes when I see CEOs who are really burning the candle at both ends, it's because they have not invested in a, in a really good team around them. You know, I mean, if you, if, if you, if you got to see, if you got to see CFO, uh, and, and, you know, and, and you're having to spend time in that area, uh, you know, you may be spending time doing their job than being with your family. Right. And, you know, so you've got to have really good people around you. That's one of the fundamentals uh, to, to run a good business. Uh, and that, that'll help you with that work-life balance. Uh, uh but you, you've just got to, you've just got to hardwire time with uh, the people you love, um, into, into your, into your, into your life. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, at Growth Institute, we love talking about learning and development and the idea that leaders are learners and we can see the bookshelf behind you. You got tons <laughs> yeah. of books. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm curious, you know, CEOs need to be learning a lot of things. They need to be learning sales and marketing and finance and technology and operations. But what about the, the, the time set aside for how to be a great or a better CEO, what does that kind of learning look like? What do you recommend CEOs do to really dedicate time to being better at, at the craft of, you know, running a ship? You know, the craft of being a CEO, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, the, the best and the brightest are always learning, right? I mean, we talk about being lifelong learners and, uh, you know, certainly the, the growth Institute is, is, is fabulous for that. And, 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 and but, it, and, and the people who are on this call are learners, right? And so they're always learning. You're always learning, but, you know, so, you know, you're reading, you're reading good books, you're, you know, your articles and, and, uh, you know, every night, 
<laughs> every night when your head hits the pillow, you know, you're, you're, you got something that you didn't have when you woke up that morning in terms of how I could be a better leader. But one of the key things, uh, you know, is uh, spending time with peers, with other CEOs, other entrepreneurs uh, who are who are running businesses and 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 having a window into uh, other industries through other entrepreneurs, other CEOs, uh, because that's a way you can best practice. You can learn from them. If you're if you're struggling with work life balance, you can be. There are CEOs who have figured that out. Hang with them, right? Learn from them, uh, and and so you know I, I really think that that CEOs need to again hardwire into their into their calendar uh, time to learn, time to come to sessions like this, uh, take the courses that, uh, that you offer uh, and, and just keep continually learning. And I think a good rule, of th- I get asked, you know, by the way, I, I meet CEOs who say, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. Really, you don't have time for that. How much time do you think a CEO should be spending on getting better, on learning? Well, you know, it, it's at least a day a month, right? And I mean formal formal day a month. I'm going to be at this seminar. I'm going to be at this workshop. I'm going to be with this peer group. I'm going to spend time with my business coach, my mentor. Okay? It's all about learning. And uh, uh, so I, I think it's absolutely critical that the most successful CEOs that, I, that I've worked with in my lifetime and that I work with today uh, really take learning seriously. And, and, you know, you never want to be the smartest person in the room or you're in the wrong room, as they say, right? So you want to be with people that challenge you, take you to your, you know, to an uncomfortable place around, around learning. And I, I, just, I just think that that's extremely important. One of the dangers that CEOs have, business owners have, is that all your jokes are funny, you know, and, 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 and all your ideas are good. And that's dangerous, isn't it? That's dangerous. So you want to be with people. You want to you want to learn. Uh, you want to be with people that can uh, that can say, "Hey, that's a dumb idea," and this is this is this is why. Um, you know, the other thing is a lot of people who get promoted to CEO don't know what the CEO job is. They don't know what it is. Like you know, hey, wait, I, I was VP of, uh, of of finance, and now I'm the CEO. What do I do? Well, a lot of people tend to go to what they knew. Right. And so they'll spend an inordinate amount of time, you know, leading the CFO rather than learning about, as you said, you know, the other dimensions of the, of the role. Well, you, you've you've just got to get you've got to get competent. You've got, you've got to get competent in the in the big picture. And, uh, uh, so um, those are some of the things, Alex, that that, that, that I see. Um, but, John, I want to ask, you know, you mentioned mental health a, a couple of times today, and I want to focus on on that pandemic, not necessarily the COVID pandemic, but the mental health crisis that we're facing around the world today. And yeah. I, I think that it's, it's, it's very important for leaders of the organization to address this for their people so that people right. are bringing them best selves uh, to work. So I'm curious, what's the role of the CEO in protecting and caring for the mental health of the, the people on their teams? This is such an important question, isn't it? Uh, I mean, mental mental health was you know mental health was a, in crisis before before COVID, and now here we are, and you know the CEO sets the tone. It, is this a caring company or not? 
And do we really care about our people or are we just saying that in our commercials, right? I mean, do we really, do we really walk the talk on that? Do we have, are we educating people in our organization on, you know, on mental health and, and, and how to help the person beside us if, if, if we see that, you know, the person beside us needs help? I mean, there's a ton of education here. Uh, one, of the, one of the things that concerns me a little bit is that, you know, I, I don't think the CEO can delegate this too far. You know, like, oh, wow, well, we, we, we got an HR policy on that. It's handled. No, it's not handled. Uh, I, I really believe that, that the CEO has got to be very vocal in this area to make sure that the employees that are under, you know, unprecedented stress, unprecedented stress, and so is the CEO. So, you know, I mean, you know, we're all, we're all in it. But I really think you've got to set up some programs of education. You've got to set up programs that will help people recognize when the person next to them needs some help. And uh, I, think, I think that's, I think the CEO is responsible for that. And then also being understanding when some employees, you know, stumble through these times and like, you know, like, 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 don't work to rule on it. Like, work with people. Let them work out of their home a little longer. Let them have a longer time off. I just think that we need to ramp up uh, in, in order to get through this crisis. Uh, we just have to ramp up uh, uh, how, we, how we help people through these challenging times. And, uh, and the CEO sets the tone. If, if they, if they uh, are really uh, understanding and empathetic during that way, then, you know, the next level of the organization will, will be that way. Cause you know, they'll, they'll take, they'll take uh, his or her lead and then just cascade that through the organization. Uh, and so I, I think it's absolutely critical. It's absolutely critical. I mean, and, and most, most, most CEOs, well, all CEOs that I work with really genuinely care about the people in their organizations. Um, but we can all be doing more. I really believe we can all be doing more in this area. Thanks for listening to Conversations at the Edge. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share it with a friend or a teammate who you think would benefit from what we covered. In addition, you can find us on LinkedIn to get all of the updates. Or if you'd like to hear the full conversation, just visit growthinstitute.com forward slash the edge to learn how you can become a member as well. Thanks again and see you next time.